0: Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror themed campaign, and as such contains dark themes including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Buzz Curse of Strahd, I'm your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe playing Sevier, and Emily playing Beatrice, Laura playing Conrad, Mitch playing Designation 42 Exley, and Johanna playing Fall. Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, the party spent some time in the library. Uh, Sevier told some tales of her childhood and uh, discovered the command word for the uh, the books. Exithanta. Uh Conrad read further through Strahd's uh, diary, uh, discerning that it was a spell book as well, um, and deciphering one of the spells as Fireball, before uh, overhearing Sevier stating uh, the command word and starting to go through books himself. Uh, fall... Questioned Beatrice and Exley about parents, which Beatrice gave a really heartfelt answer to, uh, and Exley was not given an opportunity to respond. Uh, Exley battered some uh, books off the bookcase as a cat. Um, so, uh, quickly, as we kind of wind through into a uh, long rest time, is there anything people want to do during? I guess, having uh, having dinner and getting ready for bed.
1: Uh,
2: Beatrice is going to pick up one of the books that Exley has knocked off the shelf and uh, walk back and sit back down in front of the staircase and then sort of uh, raise her voice across the room to see I am assuming, seeing as you are over there seeming quite excited, you've worked out how to read the
3: uh, Sevia, who has trapped Conrad in a conversation about books for however long he has been standing there uh, against his will, um, just kind of looks over at Beatrice and is like,
1: yes, there's a code word. Yeah. Um,
3: and she looks at Conrad all excited as well. And she's like, um, Exathanta.
2: Beatrice nods, looks at the book and says, Exethanta.
3: Okay. Um, or question, would she say it in Seavya's exact voice as a kangaroo? Say it again. Exethanta? Exathanta. Ex-a-than-ta.
0: <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Uh, All right, and the, the uh, pages uh, appear towards you. Um, this one seems to be more of a straight up spell book, but it is spells uh, focused towards uh, Quite fortunately, uh, survival and exploration. Um, There's not a great deal in here that you're uh, that you are finding easy to understand in a way that you can apply. Um, There are a few little hints and tips, like more practical hints and tips, Um, but for the most part there's maybe some uh, spells in here that with enough Practice, you could maybe learn to 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 do, um, but the way that you have access to your little bit of magic, it's it's it, uh, yeah, bit bit tricky to kind of mm. take this more academic, uh, theoretical, mechanical approach to magic. Mm.
2: Just, just
3: sort of makes little moves as she reads through the book. Conrad, see, it works on all the books. Oh, my goodness.
4: It's not, it doesn't just work for us. It works for everyone. Oh my yes, God. it is incredible. What, uh... Actually, speaking of magic, Sivia. Uh, yes? Uh... I would like your opinion on something. Oh, um... Okay, uh, certainly. And um, he um he's kind of like moves towards where he's coasted kind of up camp and he um picks up Strahd's uh, diary. Like uh I've been reading through his diary. Oh, not a so pleasant read I'm assuming. It is not although It is not far from many leaders or um, indeed uh, many people of great circumstance. So I suppose uh, he would have been most at home with my family. Anyway, uh, the notes, I have discovered a cipher. And um, this is uh, what I, mm, he takes out the, he uh, picks up his diary, which is like a little black leather bound one with a snake on it, and he opens up on the page where he's been making notes. He's like, "This is the ciphers for Fireball, yes, yes it it's a spell book. Yes, that was uh, written in the code in his um in his in his spell book. It uh, it must be his diary and his notes for magic. Yes,
3: yes, um, many." Wizards um, cast aside spell books when they've advanced beyond them. That's, that's a very good find,
4: Conrad. Yes, I think I can translate most of it. It's interesting.
3: You, yes, I thought you didn't have
4: much experience with magic. I don't, but I'm quite good at codes. And, well, sometimes it just felt right when I looked over them. So, mm. yes. Speaking of feeling, actually, yeah. And um, he like uh, reaches out to like grab her by the wrist, kind of, and like pulls her uh, closer to because he's kind of like made his little nest in like the corner there. He pulls her to step in with the um, step in next to him, uh, quite close, um, next to the. Oh, I've got the bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> I've got <gotten> the word, <laughs> the book Obviously. repository thing. Um, he pulls her instep with him quite closely, like, and then he like uh, looks at, uh, main uh, catches her gaze directly, and then looks down towards the um the center of the room with the um the staircase, and then looks back at her. You saw before what was down there not the golem the other things oh that the other three talked to yes yes I did I saw your gaze linger Uh, then well are you not curious incredibly quite... quite curious. Are you still? I shouldn't be. No, of course not. And yet? And yet.
3: (laughs) I'm sure you can appreciate, Conrad, that there is a, um, a certain point where academic curiosity stops being academic and starts becoming selfish,
4: in a way. Selfish? What is the line for that?
3: My parents passed many years ago, Conrad. Quite sadly. I see. To bring them back would be... To fulfil the dream of a 13-year-old child. It would make me potentially the happiest i have ever been, but I would be bringing them
4: back to a child they don't know anymore. Could you not become that child again if they were alive? I'm not... You speak quite positively of your family when you do? Yes. You care about them quite a bit. Deeply. And they cared about you? From what I could tell? Yes. I'm not and it- sure they would want to come back. Ah, then that is the true question, because really... You can call it a selfishness, but it's not just you in that equation, is it? No. It is it your parents as well. They might want to be back to see their daughter what their daughter has become. This is certainly the sort of magic that Strahd has entertained, clearly. But would they want me
3: to be someone who entertains the same magic as him for the same purposes? It depends. And Conrad, on a deeper level, if I may be candid with you, I could have prevented their deaths.
4: I'm not sure they want to come back to me. So you had a hand in it? She
3: looks down at the floor, inadvertently. My father was fond of late-night training. I was a... petulant child. I heard noises, I heard spells, I heard shouting. I thought it was one of his illusions. I did nothing, assumed I would get reprimanded in the morning, instead I found their corpses.
4: How old were you?
3: It was the night before my thirteenth birthday.
4: You have a considerable power within you. Yes. Many have noticed this. And he glances over at the bookshelf where the cat is sitting. I have also noticed this. And that has afforded you many things. But you do not have finesse. at 13 you would have had even less you would have been dead as well if you had gone out there better dead than guilty I think being alive is the best thing of all and guilt can fade in time but as with down there it looks back down towards like where the coffins are being alive means that you're given more chances but
3: if I am alive then my guilt is something you are right that I can forget if I bring them back from what I remember being told to me of what that sarcophagus said. Bringing them back brings them back as they were when they were alive. I would be a 21 year old, incredibly powerful wizard, bringing back her parents who last remember her as a petulant, frightened 13 year old, scared of her own power who didn't help them. My selfishness wants to bring them back. But if they remain dead, I can pretend that they wouldn't be upset with me for what I did, and that they wouldn't be upset with me for what I have become in Barovia. I will not lie to you and say that I am not tempted by this Conrad, but. I have to make myself not be. And if I can bring them back, then... How does that stop me from bringing back anyone else? It takes my essence, sure, certainly. But at a certain point, with enough of you gone, aren't you just killing someone else? For the sake of people
4: you're bringing back for you. Depends on how important the person is, or how useful. Goodness, you are also very principled. I suppose it must be good to have the confidence and capabilities to deny such a thing. Fine. Well, certainly, though, you don't hear that. You do not hear that calling? Hear what calling? Everywhere. In the temple. The energy. There is... Certainly an energy...
3: Here, I can... Sense it as, an, as a wizard, but... You are not a mad... Forgive me for saying you are not a magical person how does it call to you? Uh,
4: I don't know. I can just... Hmm. When I spoke with the first coffin, it spoke to me of the strength of a leader, of a ruler of others to bend to my command. And... Well, speaking of family, my greatest failing, as my papa would say, unlike your family who would... Lament the decisions of a 20 something year old who might bring back her parents from the dead. My papa would be glad. My greatest failing is a lack of ambition when it comes to family affairs. He's always been fond of speaking of how I am, and my lack of interest in the family's plans. So if it had been me they would have been jumping for they would have expected it and this way the the feeling here in this temple now it's there's so much strength to be had and not just because of What your family might lament or what they might expect of them. Just opportunity. So, well, it is no matter. Perhaps I am very overtired. The rest will probably do me good. Perhaps, but. Did take a lot of hard knocks in the myriad of uh, combats we've had to take so perhaps yes. that's why I feel all that.
3: Well, it is... Mm. It, I do not under, I cannot um, empathize with how you feel about your family and particularly your father but Power is a toxic thing, if you let it be. You learn that very early on as a wizard. I hope, Conrad, that you do not let it become toxic to you. If you will forgive me for saying so, I know I am not that much older than you, but you are young, you have a whole future ahead of you, full of potential, whether or not you have anything to do with your family when we come back to Fielo, you have a whole lifetime to decide what you want to do, and a whole lifetime to decide whether or not you will let the whims of your father affect the choices you make.
4: That is if we get out of here in one piece in the first place. Well. I think until then, some, just, some allowances must be afforded. We but, can don't know.
1: positive. Okay.
0: Uh,
4: no matter. And he steps out from um, behind uh, the
0: uh, library. Yeah. Fall, actually, anything either of you <laughs> want to quickly deal with before
5: bed? Uh, pretty much Fall's yeah. going to look... Um, Someone like conflicted and embarrassed about their last conversation is pre- is going to go into a corner and um, start meditating, holding the holy symbol and basically attuning to it and trying to get a feel of it. Okay. Uh, and Xley.
6: uh is going to fall asleep on the bookshelf.
0: Okay. <laughs> As a cat. Yep. Okay. <laughs> After a little bit, you do de- you do fall out because you are too big for the shelves. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> um, <laughs> suddenly, Eggsley just—you hear a crack, and then Eggsley like falls down, lands on the ground, gets up, brushes himself off, and goes, "I apologize for the interruption," and just goes and like squats in a corner.
0: <laughs> you do, you do take what two points of bludgeoning damage, but that's that's gonna be gone by the time you wake up. Yep. Uh, so, uh, I don't think we need. Unless there's anything in particular people want to be doing while they're on watch, I don't think we need to roll for watches. Okay. Um, because you're fairly fortified in this library. Yeah. Um,
3: uh, s- point of order, Sevia will still set alarm around the yeah. room. as a ritual. Uh, after the conversation with Conrad, she's going to look quite perturbed. And she is uh going to do it around the room but like cut off that line where the um where the top of the staircase is yep. so if anyone goes up or down the stairs mm. she's going to get the alarm bell yeah. and she's actually going to set it so that it makes a loud noise that everyone can hear
4: okay Not just her <laughs> does she communicate this with everyone nope
1: i don't feel like Yes
2: Beatrice will be watching uh, See if she does this And Beatrice is going to spend the night Beatrice is going to spread all her Stuff out um, And possibly have like a couple of piles Of books on either side So that she completely blocks the
3: entryway through the stairs. Okay. I will say as Sevier is doing it, especially as she's going over the door like the, the top of the stairway, she does shoot a look at Conrad, but mostly she looks at her own spellbook <laughs> for a minute
0: and then continues. Okay, so who is taking first watch? Exley Will. Okay, is there anything you are doing during your watch?
6: Um, watching, um, and in the periods of time where he's not watching, he is thinking about the emotions that he had as a cat. Um, and he's also, um, mimicking some of the, not expressions, but like physicalities that other people have shown.
0: (laughs) All right. So, uh, who is taking second watch? When's Esmeralda taking a watch? She, she can take second watch. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just because I do want to take a watch and I do have a little thing prepared, but I, uh, wouldn't do it until later in the night.
0: Yeah. Okay. So who is taking third watch?
2: Beatrice will take third
0: watch. All right. Uh, is there anything you were doing on your watch?
2: Uh, Beatrice does take a very, very weather worn, battered looking, uh, little book, leather-bound book out of her bag and uh, write some things down in it before putting it back away
0: and just,
2: what, just you know, putting her attention back to just everything going on around her.
0: Okay. Uh, Who is taking fourth watch? (laughs) Falcon. Is there anything you were doing on your watch?
5: Uh, Phil's going to be writing some amendments to the notes that they wrote the note for in case they die. <laughs> okay. Um yeah. And yeah, still stretches and stuff. Who is taking um, fifth watch?
3: What time about is this? If we started so, doing watches at like 6 p.m., this would be like two
0: o'clock. Yeah, hour. It'd be about two a.m.
3: Um I mean unless Laura has anything planned for conrad's watch
4: he's gonna break into there he's gonna try and go down there, okay cool like, then cool. well, i'll do what you're doing i think okay you then i'll go now Okay. okay cool. Cool. Yeah.
0: so fifth um, watch will be severe.
3: Mm-hmm. uh she is definitely not taking a proper watch i will roll for it if you need me to but she's not taking a proper watch okay <laughs> she is going to um you know i assume fall wakes her up very gently uh and she's still i guess something i've never really said is every time she gets woken up it's kind of lessened over the past couple of days but every time someone wakes her up for her turn at watch there is this moment of like complete fear whenever she is like shaken awake um that's kind of lessened but it's still there um so she's going to uh go do her watching for the f- near the fire and for the first like 5 minutes or so she's just twiddling her thumbs and like picking at the skin of her nails she keeps looking over at Kazir's bag and she's sitting there looking at it and then she finally just puts her hands in her lap and looks up at the ceiling and goes
4: damn it Damn it, damn it, damn it.
3: Ah She's going to pull out Kazir's diary. And she is going to read it.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: Sorry, Mitch. Oh, oh, oh he said okay, Mitch has sent me a document. Okay. Oh boy. Does this mean you want me to read it and not have the Kazir accent?
6: Um Well, I mean, I've been having a think about whether i want to if the diary ever does get read uh whether i want to read it in kazir's voice but i think it makes more sense for it not to be kazir okay the current circumstance
3: yep look fair and valid um please give me one second i have to open it on my computer because my phone is losing its
0: mind at the size of this document
6: sorry
3: that's okay.
0: We might, uh, not re- we might not read all of this then. No. Uh,
6: but.
3: Well, how about in that case, Mitch, would you like to give me some of the spark notes,
6: please? I can give you a couple of entries to read if you'd
1: like.
3: Yeah. Uh, t- oh, there we, finally, it loads. Uh, apologies, to everyone, <laughs> for my technical difficulties.
6: Um, uh. Twenty-four is good. Okay. And sixty-three, and then seventy yep. and seventy-two.
3: Okay, so she reads through the whole thing, including the first couple of entries that Conrad read as well. Um, so uh, entry twenty-four. Took Sasha on a trip out of Dorham today to see the countryside. We had fun, even got her up in the saddle to have a bit of riding practice. Donkey riding is a bit different than riding a horse, but any practice is good practice, especially if she wants to be an adventurer when she grows up. I would do anything for that little bundle of happiness. Entry 63. Haven't slept for the last three nights. Went to a healer for Sasha. Turns out the lump in her neck is more dangerous than they thought. They're going to try and do what they can, but they're telling me not to have high hopes. I've promised all the gold we have, and if I need to, I'll sell the house to pay for treatment. Sasha is my life, and I'll be damned if I let a goddamn neck growth take my darling Sasha away from me. Seventy. Spending as much time as I can with Sasha. Now the healers said they can't do much anymore. I'm trying to learn as much as I can from the teachings of the temple, but I can't get the grasp of healing magic yet. I gotta keep trying, though, even though everyone else has given up. I won't lose her. I can't lose her. 71 is a mess of scribbled and torn pages with several stains and ink blotches. Few words can be made out in the mess, but you can read the word "why," along with the crossed-out symbol of Deomir. 72 haven't written in a while now that sasha ain't here to coax me in the i just keep putting it off house is certainly calmer and cleaner but i sure miss her keep writing letters to her and i hope that one day she'll write one back i'm sure wherever she is though she's spreading joy and mischief where she goes
0: okay and you continue to read through that's
1: probably
4: when your alarm goes off after you've (laughs) processed that (laughs) yeah you can describe what you do first before your alarm goes off
3: well um okay uh what she does next is going to rely on her getting to the end of the book and reading the part where he says that he saw her as a grown-up sasha because what she is going to do next is she is going to, uh, I'm assuming if Conrad is sneaking around, he's the only one that's seeing this. Yeah. She looks the angriest she has ever
4: looked. Like fury, blind, white fury. And he can probably ascertain this is Kazia's diary. He just, like, just shakes his head and is like, okay, now it's my yeah. chance.
3: And then... If the alarm goes off, it doesn't matter. But the first thing she does is she reaches into his bag and she grabs a, uh, s- the second symbol of Daemir that did not get buried with Kizzy. And she's going to, and this is out loud, say, I'm a bit out of practice, but. And she closes her eyes. Blessed be to the rose, mother. May those above and those below redeem themselves for what they have committed. I come today not to ask you about myself, but to ask you for others. Dame, he said your connection here was muffled, but I hope you can still hear me. Do you know where he is?
1: Do you. It's
0: probably at this point that the the alarm just blares, echoing through the room as everyone is woken up um, and can see uh, Conway breaking the threshold. He, like, whips around and
4: just, like, um... Like, yeah, with with shock. And then, um... (laughs) Just (laughs) clear... I don't know. Um...
2: Beatrice is instantly going to be up. She will grab Conrad and she will have a dagger in her. You chest. can try. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, All it
4: right. is.
1: is oh so,
0: so, Beatrice, make me an athletics check. Conrad, make me an athletics check. or acrobatics. Your choice. All right. That's Acrobat- a nat 20. Oh my god. So, the, oh to- the god. total
2: being. Uh, so, athletics. Um. Uh,
0: uh, 21
4: 21 <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, this is a at 20 so i imagine that that shouldn't have some sway over it but i did do a 22 because i'm 22. 17 I think <laughs> for acrobatics i think
0: you do manage to grab him but he is able like as life as he is he is able to squirm his way out just <laughs> as quickly um,
1: oh,
4: Jesus. <laughs> Eel Conrad returns. S- <laughs> S- returns. Oh, God um,
3: above. Stupus. And um, I've gotten rid of every spell that works on the humanoid.
4: God damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Um, I don't know. What, what's the closest? Would he, would he cr- like, scramble up, like, a bookcase? <laughs> Is that the closest
6: vantage point to get away from Beatrice? Uh,
1: Can in, I do that? The way bookcase. you're going...
0: Yeah, you'd, you'd probably, having broken the threshold, you would have to go past Beatrice again to get to a bookcase to scramble up it.
4: Okay, well
3: then he um, just
0: goes,
4: he runs down the stairs then, if, that's the, if, that, okay. if the bookcase isn't closer. Yeah. Con- Conrad! Stevie <laughs> is going to run after him. <laughs> what?
2: Beatrice is hot on his heels.
6: Yeah. Eggly oh. has stood up, but he's not moving is watching this. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, uh, you, you quickly, like, like, Sevier quickly falls behind, uh, Beatrice and Conrad, who both have that, uh, bonus action dash, so can move, like, 90 feet in six seconds, um, and, uh, what, what is Fall doing? (laughs) <laughs> well, I can move money, Nathan, in three yeah. seconds.
5: <laughs> um, <laughs> like but fall okay. not do that. Fall, to, fall will take a moment to just be like, w- 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 what's going on, and then and then start running down as well. Uh, but- going
3: downstairs think is going to touch evil sarcophagus Ha! Um.
4: whilst running
5: okay i'll get to him
4: (laughs) he looks over his back i guess he can see beatrice chasing after him and he's kind of glares and then he will duck into the small chasm that where the treasury was okay he pauses forever and then he'll duck into there
0: yeah do you follow him in beatrice or
2: beatrice
4: goes up to the crack
1: okay (laughs)
0: Stand
1: at the crash. Let's through.
4: not follow okay. him into the room. Yeah, of will wait at the other so, end. After glancing to make sure the golem's asleep, and then yeah. just like glare back the at her go- through the there. The
0: golem is there, dormant. Yes,
4: he looks relieved, and then d- turns back to glare glare at Beatrice. Beatrice glares back twice as hard.
0: <laughs> I think at this point, at this point too, it is worth noting that you all have like you've you've had enough rest that you have had your long rest at this point
5: yeah yeah I guess we'll, we'll get there as well mm. it's like uh Beatrice um Conrad what what are you doing Conrad it's trying okay? to sneak downstairs not a crime
4: <laughs> in your eyes maybe what have we- I done for it to any of you that has been bad why must you make it such a secret to come down? Because all of you suspect me to be a bad person and to be having designs on everyone.
5: I don't suspect that. I, I'm worried that something magical is happening, but I don't think you're a bad person. Beatrice roll
0: a section check on Conrad? uh what are you trying to determine
2: she's trying to determine his the words not purpose but it's his his, yeah
0: so that's probably more of an insight
2: insight yeah insight then
4: insight suits me um oh god it's just this little nineteen-year-old, like in the dark, with like the gleam of the, <laughs> the treasury behind,
0: just glaring real hard, <laughs> like just trying to work out what his play is here. Very dark-eyed and worry. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. So, yeah, Conrad, what? What are you? What are you trying to play out here? Or what? What would Beatrice be able to glean from Conrad with a twenty-three?
4: I mean, if she's questioning what he's just been saying, he is being truthful. He's just – and he is angry. Um, But he's not – doesn't appear to be lying. His angle doesn't appear to be lying at that. He does believe what he's saying. Um, And he is like – I don't know. Like, yeah, what – what else would Beatrice be wanting to try and glean from that um he is he believes what he's just said um and he's more sort of like he does look I guess furtive like he look he's looking like grumpy <laughs> um but he's more sort of like it's I suppose as a hunter this is more like him running down into here is more I guess in terms of like prey he has run down here and then gone into here because you know he doesn't think you're going to follow him mm-hmm. um and that was a calculated risk on his behalf um and he's mostly just like he doesn't seem to have been run down here to grab anything it's just been sort of that instinctive sort of like oh well well, then i'll just run away because you're going to um i'm gonna get into trouble so therefore yeah i don't know you've probably seen your kids do this if they did something naughty (laughs) um but yeah he just looks generally impetuous and like quite i don't know he just looks angry why would you
2: come down here in the middle of the night when everybody else is sleeping
4: because nobody else will listen to me, so perhaps I should talk to someone who will. You think the things in these are going to listen to you?
2: They do. No, they talk to you and they get your uh, bile up, and they warp
4: your mind. They have not. Oh, yes. They have only offered things and not taken anything.
2: Thank I you. have...
4: <coughs> Since entering this temple,
2: you have become more defensive. And you've been acting very strangely, especially when we come anywhere near these sort of things.
4: You can feel it, though, can't you? You spoke with them. You what? It's an energy. Don't you feel stronger down here?
5: I'm right, I'm, um, I've had a little bit of training as a monk with defending myself against uh, magical effects and I think a lot of it involves knowing who you are, how you tend to act and if there's sudden changes in how you feel and experience the world, that's generally a bad sign. Isn't it progression? Um, To change how you behave and how you feel things? Of course, if it's you, if you're the one doing the changing, it is. It's only
2: progression if it uh, aims to the bettering of your person. Otherwise,
4: it's detrimental. I feel stronger. I feel more capable. The only difference is no one listens to me, which they should. The only thing that's changed since before is we had that talk about leadership. And I appreciate the words you spoke to me about who I remind you of, but it does not change how the others behave. I could say everyone has changed since we've been in here. You could not be wrong. As we have heard from everyone before, this place changes people. Then why am I the only one who is under suspicion?
2: Because currently you are the only one doing anything
4: suspicious. Fair point. Look, let's just go back up and uh, rest and pretend nothing ever happened. What are you going to do if I come out of here? And Beatrice sheathes her
2: dagger and raises her hands and steps back. I will not do anything as long as you go straight upstairs. I'm to stay away from this place.
5: I wouldn't do anything. I think if you want to talk about something that's happened, I'm you're willing to do that, I guess.
2: I will call out to the others not to do anything as well.
4: Good. Okay. Well Just as a reminder, if you do try something, I will, of course, be the first one to kill you, not you, me. So just putting that out there.
5: Because I'm quite good at some things. I am also good at some things. Oh, no, you kill me in an instant. I get it.
2: And then Beatrice turns around and shouts up the stairs, "Uh, Nothing to worry about. It's all fine. Go back to sleep.
3: Sevia who has just gotten to the base of the stairs at <laughs> a dead sprint is like uh, Don't worry, all oh, good uh, and then just goes back
6: upstairs <laughs> um, Eggsley is having a chat with Esmeralda um, <laughs> and taking bets on how long it will take them to come back and if they will all come back
0: Fair. <laughs> I, and- I think it's uh Ooh. 2 to 1 that Conrad returns, the others
6: the others should be back yeah. Bells Depends. you never know fall yeah. my trip up a step
0: <laughs> I think that that one uh, is a lot more capable than they like to put oh. on And <laughs> I
5: rolled a 13 climbing stairs <laughs>
0: Which is probably a good, not the worst,
6: idea in a place like this. Magsley will continue and, like, turn back to the stairs and watch. (laughs) And count the people that come back up. Cool.
4: And Conrad will uh, eventually come back out of the the little crevice. (laughs) Um quite Beatrice. solemnly, and sort of, like, put his <laughs> hands in his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Beatrice steps
2: aside and lets him pass to walk up the stairs. Beatrice will walk up behind everybody
4: else. Okay. Excellent. And he kind of squares his shoulders up and then just sort of strides back up the stairs.
0: All right. So, after this little bit of excitement and <laughs> and kind of catching your breath and everything, uh... What would people like to do at this, basically the start of a new day?
3: Sivy is very upset that her moment got interrupted and she has a lot of feelings and nowhere to put
1: them. Uh, What time
3: would
0: it be? By the time time everything settles down and everyone's back in place, uh, it's probably around about 6am.
2: Um, Beatrice'll probably set about sort of pulling some rations out to distribute for breakfast. okay
3: <laughs> Stevie is going to very angrily read a book. <laughs> all right, Ex <Ex-a-thander. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I will state for the record if if Conrad like comes anywhere near her she does not direct this anger at him it is not directed at him at all it is this like almost passive anger it's like she's just got
5: nowhere to put it okay kind of thing mm-hmm. i guess uh full we'll try to pull Conrad aside if Conrad is bullying <laughs> like hey and um, um, uh, can we have a word all right Sure. Yes, um, okay. Goes to like a corner or something. Um, I guess I wanted to apologize for my behavior. I, uh, Why? I've been acting weirdly. Um, I, I didn't realize that the way that we were all treating you was upsetting, which is a bit dumb of me, but you know, <laughs> that's me. I um I don't want to be on the wrong foot with you. Uh, hmm. I okay. guess, um, uh, I don't know, do you, <laughs> I assume you don't want to have a curse on you or something or be charmed or something like that?
4: I don't feel like it. It doesn't feel like.
5: Oh well, you know, when the thing happened with him Right. Yes, I'm sorry, I I don't know. You were just acting differently and I kind of uh hmm jumped to conclusions. Um would you be willing to have Sevia have a look at you?
4: I don't feel different, and besides, why should I be the only one to be tested after all everyone's Behaving differently. and
5: I guess that's a good point. I guess we could all... Um, um, I mean, it's true. I mean, Sevilla was charmed by the vampire a while back. We've been in contact with weird magical items, I guess, that we could do that with everyone. Perhaps.
4: Although I feel that most have made their mind up already.
5: What? I guess it might be a way of disproving that then. Perhaps. tis frustrating.
4: No one here is like me, and no one here is predictable. I can't get a measure of anyone anymore. Which is understandable. My papa and my brothers were always so much better at commanding others, and even less listen here, so...
5: Hmm. I think I um, still agree that she were the best choice of her leader, and I do have to say that I don't exactly trust anyone but Sevia in this group. Understandable. They are quite dangerous people.
4: <laughs> we all are. Yourself included, of course.
5: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. Um Yes, I guess that could um, get rid of a few doubts. Um, but yes, I don't want people to be uh, hurting you. I don't want us to have a poor relationship. Um, <clears throat> uh, you were talking about, uh, you mentioned your family. Um, I couldn't help but notice the tattoo. That wouldn't be the Cervolone family crest, would it? <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs>
4: Conrad kind of just looks like quite like surprised for a moment and then immediately guarded and he's like hmm uh, well my own spin on it um, you so- said you've been in Serrata before
5: were you sent here sent to Barovia no <laughs> I um I don't think so. No, yes, this would be
4: far too great a, uh, an effort to make example. If this were magic or drugging or something, it would be too much, too great a coincidence. No, that's, that makes sense.
5: Hmm. Uh, hmm. You do seem... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> how do you know of the family? I, um... Ooh... I've been in communication with them. I'm kind of working for them. Um Ah uh,
4: okay. And his like demeanour like he hasn't been like relaxed, but his demeanor changes to like white, um a lot more like not like a huge visible shift, but four would know for sure. It's a suddenly a, a lot more like defensive and a lot more like ready.
5: Before just just sort of thing, this is kind of like, that's not good. Um, uh, no, I, I, you, you don't seem to like them very much, do you? Uh, well, let's see, uh,
4: I mean, they family. I just, it, I would not be surprised if, if you, uh, one of their associates, or a lackey, or something that they would send someone after me. Given the circumstances, to uh, bring me back home. Uh,
5: to bring you back uh, from Barovia. Back to the house.
4: Oh, um, hmm. Right. Um. Although you certainly don't look like an enforcer type. I don't um haven't certainly haven't uh well, you don't really seem like the type to uh do retrievals or to uh do uh more permanent solutions, so that is uh <clears> Hmm. <throat> hmm.
5: <coughs> no, that's definitely not my job. <laughs> I was more of an information gatherer, as a test of sorts. I see. I worked for Amos Serbaloni. Oh, I see. Um, How recently? Uh, For about a month or two. Well, uh, that my, that's my papa, so
4: you're working directly for him. Mm-hmm. Goodness, that's, uh,
5: mm, well, mm. yes, I'm... Mm. Paul is just like, ooh, I'm not sure whether to say this. Right, um, I, uh, do you have many siblings?
4: I have Two siblings, uh, my el- two elder brothers, uh, uh, Prospero and Giorgio, both a bit older than me and both much higher in rank than I. They're the ones with the ambition, you see. Right. <laughs> i yes. suppose you probably wouldn't have heard of me much i'm rather the black sheep of the family and the youngest so the least important
5: i haven't been permitted to learn very much about the family at all actually um
4: understandable you are not a noble after all so
5: why <laughs> would you need to um <sighs> Right, okay, um, this conversation has gone very poorly. Um, I guess I'll spit it out, gauge the reaction. Okay, um, so I grew up as an orphan. I knew that I had a family out there somewhere. Um, About uh, three months ago, I uh, got a letter from a certain Amos Sobaloni who said that I was his child. Um and so I went to Serrata and I've been uh working for him to see if I'm worth joining the family. So, um surprise <laughs> I uh yes, for half siblings.
1: <sighs> but <sighs>
4: I <laughs> I don't... What advantage would you have in... Uh, Pardon? I...
5: You... I think you're blue. <laughs> Apart from... Uh, uh, yes. Um... <laughs> I wasn't sure what kind of reaction I'd be getting here. I um, wasn't sure whether to tell you, but um, I've always wanted a family. (laughs) And, um... uh, I... I I,
4: I can't think of what advantage you would have in saying such a thing. I've... mm. How do you know that He is your father. A a letter? Um, Yes. Um, And you were called to do work for him and for
5: us. After all, Enserata being nobility as such uh, can be a dangerous occupation. So the. the scandal of having a bastard child pop up would uh, be quite dangerous so he wanted to know if I'm trustworthy. You are certainly... I do not see why
4: Papa would even entertain question unless he thought it were um, true. If what you say is true, he would have more permanent solution otherwise if he did not ascertain... Uh, you to be true and to have you see her huh. <clears throat> this is not the first time he has done such a thing
5: yes i could imagine her uh, uh, it's been um rather enlightening hearing how you speak about him and his family i uh i did have high hopes ...for the future, that I suppose even if I hadn't been, um... ...sucked away into this other dimension and... ...failed his tests for not being there to, um... ...undertake them... ...well, maybe they would have been dashed anyway. Well, they always
4: need soldiers... ...in Serata... ...for my family.
5: I... Yes, but, um... ...at least I found a brother... (laughs) <laughs> uh, Full tech psychic damage at Conrad's reaction. <laughs> I'm
4: having a hard time processing all of this.
5: No, that's fine. I um, I wouldn't expect anything to change. I just thought I'd uh, put it out there. Uh, you know, so that there's a. Uh, truth between us. Well,
4: I'll tell you now, if you're trying a trick, I am not in line to inherit unless my brothers die, which may happen. They do try to kill each other all the time, so perhaps if a double happens, then perhaps by some horrible accident it might um, be me at the head. But uh, I do not have any sway over anything that my family do. I spend a lot of time doing bad things and making them disappointed in me. So, if this is a lie, or even if it is a truth and you're trying to use me as leverage, I'm the poorest choice of the three.
5: Oh, mm. and it's no lie. To be honest, I'm I wasn't supposed to tell anyone about this, but considering you're in the family. I thought that would be fine. <sighs> I see. Right, um, well, I suppose uh, are you still willing to have a talk with Xavier? Perhaps I will
4: give it a try for... Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you speaking this way to me it does fit with that you've been trying to be more concerned over me or at least speaking that way while still not being interested in any of the the offer i made to you and exley so
5: um yes i mean i would like to care for you i i want a brother but i suppose we'll see where things go um
0: yes we Uh, will have to see all right how are you (laughs) following that up uh, or uh, are, you go- are you going to approach CVN now or are you going to start explorations for the day and breach that later?
5: Um,
1: uh, um. I guess.
5: <laughs>
4: What's everyone else doing? Yeah, what's everyone else doing first?
3: D- angrily reading a book and not hearing this conversation.
0: I th- I think... Mention it, Mitch.
6: So, uh, a fun little fact about Exley. Um, he's very interested in people, um, and he can also read lips.
1: <laughs> 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 Good to know as a
4: player. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs>
6: So um, in true Exley fashion, he's been blank this entire time um, and is just going to, once the conversation finishes, there'll probably be a couple of minutes pause where he sort of contemplates things. And then he's going to get up and just start to prepare for the day. I guess all right, and Beatrice
2: uh-huh. oh, oh boy, um Beatrice just sort of been sort of getting ready, maybe sort of making idle chit chat with Esmeralda about the day, but nothing of any consequence.
0: okay, um, so. Axley, were you doing anything with those bodies
6: that you had dragged? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Axley would like to turn them into useful, uh, meat shields. Okay.
0: So, uh, they are zombies, uh, because they still have their flesh, I believe. Yep. Um, uh, so one of them still has, uh, so the captain, uh, the leader, still has, uh, studded leather armor and a shield. Excellent. Um... So... They'll probably make their AC something like... Well, it'll be 14 plus whatever the dexterity is. Um... And then the rest are just base armor. Um... And the weapons... The weapons on them, um... The leader has a spear, and the rest of them would have uh, great axes. Okay. So make a note of that. I okay. am. All right. Uh, so uh, once you cast that spell, are people going to start exploration for the day?
4: Um. Well, Conrad will start up to um, like nod to Fawn and start up to you like while they're prepping, like while okay. that that's happening, and be like. It has been suggested to me that you should uh, test to see if I am cursed. Oh, um, okay, I can do that. Uh, Paul said you could do this. He looks at Paul, qu- qu- like, tilts his head to one side. Uh, yes, I... like, does I, a thumbs up.
3: <laughs> Encouraging. Yes, I, I, I can, um... That would be yes. That would be the spell I use on on books and and things. Um, I do have to touch you, so um, for for eleven minutes. So where? anywhere you are comfortable with, oh, I can okay. hold your hand or put a
4: hand on your shoulder. Um, it is of no consequence to me where you touch me. Okay, well, then, if you would like to get uh, comfortable, um, would you rather be
3: standing or sitting? Or I don't normally do this on a person.
4: <laughs> you know, he, casts, he casts another cursory glance at um, four, like, all right, well, I suppose there's a first time for everything. And he um, sits down uh, quite, like, makes me sure of slowly dropping to his knees and then like, sitting cross-legged in front of you. Right good.
3: And Sevia just sits okay. on the floor and then is really awkwardly just going to take one of his hands and just Ooh. put it between both of hers. And I guess for that, normally when she identifies an object, like she touches it with one hand and moves her hand with the sigils for the other. But in this case, she's just focusing mentally. So her focus is kind of glowing
4: okay. a little
3: bit and it kind of, it's purple, but it kind of glows almost
0: rainbow. Interesting. All right. So, Um, At the end of the 11 minutes, you learn the following. Conrad is cursed by the sword he is wielding. Uh, It is a simple curse. Uh, You've heard of uh, magic items having this before. Basically, uh, prevents unattunement and uh, makes the wielder incredibly reticent to, to not use the sword. Um... You, from knowing, from knowing the properties of the sword, uh, from identifying it before, outside of the curse, uh, you, you would probably gather, okay, this probably has to be dealt with eventually, but for now, this is fine. Um, this isn't really impacting his personality. There are some, uh, residual effects of the boons that he was given, um, that are... Uh, kind of these supernatural effects on his personality mm. however they seem to be very firmly and powerfully rooted in there by powerful dark magic mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be as simple as a dispel magic or um, remove curse to to separate these uh, yeah these uh, okay. tents from his uh, person.
4: Yeah, which is sort of like force of charisma kind of yeah. effects, yeah. pretty much. Okay. Um,
3: well, I guess the question is, uh, does Conrad speak at all during the 11 minutes? Does he do that awkward, like, 19-year-old thing where he's just really fidgety? And <laughs> yeah, he is. Just, like, super, and she's just <laughs> super focused on his hand and not... I guess for the first couple of minutes she doesn't speak because she's just kind of learning things. And then partway through, kind of as things are going on, she will start kind of imparting information as it comes to her to Conrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the first one will be, well, um, I, I unfortunately to say, you are in fact quite cursed. Uh, what? Yes. Um, the the simplest one I'm detecting is the sword. The the gambler's sword. It's a it's a simple curse. It mostly just makes you want to use it above your other weaponry, and it means you
4: can't unconnect from it. It is a better blade, so that's understandable, surely. Yes, can't be a curse. Um. Well,
3: by the standard definition, yes, it is a curse. Uh, It is not necessarily one we have to deal with right away. Certainly, I think, um, as long as you don't die and you haven't put all three of your chances to save yourself uh, into it, then it should be fine.
4: Um, Mm.
3: Unfortunately, what's coming to me now is that... um, Oh, I would not necessarily call these curses, but I would call them deep-rooted dark magic that is changing your personality, which for all intents and purposes probably is a curse.
5: Oh. Okay.
3: Yes, um I believe well, one I am not going to call you out on this, uh but you did tell us you only touched one sarcophagus and i'm detecting more than one uh source of personality altering magic in here i'm detecting about two so i am not going to uh get angry at you for that uh because i feel like that is counterproductive to my point uh but i'm mostly detecting residual effects these would have been a lot stronger had i done this uh when they first happened but these are dark magic incredibly dark borderline evil and they are taking deep root in the very essence of your personality and altering how you behave so Uh, and they are not going to be unlike the sword which i could dispel the magic of it simply right now uh i won't but i could uh these will take a lot more effort
1: so uh
0: for reference you're probably able to tell Conrad what these adverse personality uh, traits are. And so Conrad, you you are in this weird situation where you're aware that these personality traits aren't actually yours. And so you can probably do a bit to mitigate for them if you so desire, um, knowing that it's not really you. So what we're gonna do is if ever there is a situation where Conrad's awareness that those aren't his traits um, kind of pushes through and, and means that that side of him doesn't want to do something, but those traits, uh, those flaws cause him to want to do something, you can make a wisdom saving throw to resist okay cool um, the dc mm-hmm. will vary depending on the scenario and how tempting it is to conrad
4: yeah
3: okay understandable so CV will impart all this to him like the whole you know uh, it means you won't take no for an answer it makes you hunger for arcane knowledge uh which really does explain a lot of you hanging around in the books. Although really, I just thought you were interested in what I was interested in, but that's neither here nor there. Um, And She's just going to cycle through. And there's knowledge you have been granted. I can't quite place what it is. I can only replace the residual effects of it, but you have been granted arcane knowledge.
4: Yes. Um, If you told me I cannot comprehend it yet but that in the future I will have a purpose, and it will become clear then. Right. Right. Not necessarily bad things. Looking for uh, desiring arcane knowledge is what you base most of your life around, surely, and expecting proper compliance is not a bad thing.
3: Maybe if we were to stay in Barovia, no, it would not be a bad thing. And if you were always the leader, no, it would not be a bad thing. But a failure to compromise,
4: Mm. that has long-term effects. I think it has long been established I am not a leader. I am simply the person that makes decisions fastest. Well, I think you have certainly tried
3: harder to be a leader than any of us, and that, to me, counts for something. You're all alive so far. Yes, and I don't doubt your contribution to that, Conrad. There is a reason I try to be kinder to you now, because I realise that the way I treated you when we first came to Borovia was unfair. It was the behavior of a scared girl who saw someone who was behaving the way they knew how and reacted with aggression rather than understanding. I do not want to be your enemy, Conrad, and if this boon means that you will only ever see me as someone to subjugate, I cannot agree with it you, as a person, are try- were trying to be a good democratic leader of this group, if this boon makes you an, a, a dictator, there is no power in fear that won't result in your doom.
4: I have not requested much of everyone here. I have merely offered things. I have offered tests of character for others and for myself. And it is no action of a dictator if people have not chosen to accept them. It is merely knowledge for me at a later basis. Much mm-hmm. like the knowledge of this uh this spell here is uh now. It is uh interesting to know about the uh the sword. But it is a good sword, so I suppose there's not much harm in it.
2: No.
0: So Beatrice
4: yes.
2: just Beatrice at when Conrad walked over to Savia and they sat down and and be, and uh Celia started Doing that, Beatrice would have realized what was going on and would have gotten as close as she could to be able to hear them, but not to sort of disturb what was actually going on. Okay.
0: Roll me a stealth check.
2: <laughs>
3: what do we
0: roll? <laughs> or this I mean you're you, the two of you are fairly focused in your so moment, it'd be passive. So it'd be your passives.
3: Which I I closed Cv's character sheet during the technical difficulties, your, I yours apologize. Is
1: your Very low. Is, yeah.
3: C V is sixteen. Yeah. C V is not gonna know. There's information to be gleaned here. True true. <laughs> Twenty three.
2: Twenty
0: three. So you're you're yeah. able to get close enough um to hear without them noticing um the dark feathers definitely help you uh blend into the shadows um so
3: i guess sorry just super quickly one last thing i want to say to conrad it's literally like one sentence is like i am not saying that you have done anything now to hurt us i am just saying i want i worry for the future and then she lets go of their hands
0: So, um, exploration. Uh, Are you just continuing to go around the temple from where you left off Uh, yesterday? So going back to the room where you met the mountain folk?
4: It depends on what the group do. Conrad is going to suggest something um, if... Mm. But it depends on what the others are doing. Beatrice, when they walk out, Beatrice is going to
2: have a bit of an explore around the lower floor oh, just yeah. before they move along.
0: Okay. How thorough of an exploration are you making? Are you making? Um, Exley would also like to do that as well. If okay. That's uh, which way are each of you
6: going, east or west?
1: Um, Beatrice
2: will go east
6: okay uh, Exit will go west because we've already sort of been because underneath the platform to the east that's what we're assuming the door is to that mm-hmm. um golem's room mm-hmm. um, beatrice yeah. is going to sort
2: of move a little bit further down than
6: that yeah okay. so eggs will go along um the west wall yeah and then move so, south if he needs to uh
0: beatrice make me a perception check
6: um, <laughs>
0: You do see, um, just as the description for this area, the walls and ceilings of the Great Hall are coated in amber that glistens like fresh honey. Dust covers the black marble floor, and to the north the hall is collapsed, leaving a wall of rubble. Many amber doors lead from this hall. Standing in front of the south door are three ugly women, tattered black gowns with brooms and black pointed hats. What was your perception roll? 22. 22, so you manage to spot them quickly enough that if you don't want to make your presence known to them, you can avoid that.
2: Okay, yeah, Beatrice would not want to...
0: So that would, that would mean that you back out to the main section of hall. Yeah. Um, However, you can, uh, if you do go to that map, you can have a look. Uh, Exley.
2: Which map is that?
0: Uh, the Amber Temple 2. Um, so Exley, your area, um, there's actually not really anything, uh, too major here. Uh, glistening amber coats the walls and ceilings of this enormous hole like sculpted honey, Dust covers the black marble floor. The vaulted ceiling is 25 feet high and set into the walls at a height of five feet are amber ledges lined with life-sized alabaster statues of cats, frogs, hawks, owls, rats, ravens, snakes, toads, and weasels. Many of the statues have fallen off their perches and lie shattered on the floor. An amber door on the north wall stands open Four other amber doors to the west and south stand closed. Um, And there is a stairwell that you can see to the south that leads upwards. Oh, yeah. No, that one's fine. So that one, that top one is open.
1: Oh, uh, what can I gleam from the top one?
0: So, if you go further into the top uh, vault, uh, the room... I don't
6: go in, but I want to look through the door.
0: Looking through the doorway. uh, The room has an amber amber glazed walls and a floor of purplish black marble. Two amber sarcophagi stand in alcoves to the west and east and a third sarcophagus uh, that once stood in the north alcove lies shattered on the floor. Um... Blustered in the middle of the room are four loathsome hunched creatures, each one with a single baleful eye. Uh, at this stage they don't seem to be, uh, able to see you, because you're just kind of peeking your head around the door. Is there anything you are doing with this information?
6: I would like to unpeek my head from the door. And retreat to the safety of the party. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, um... There is, uh, yeah. So there is a staircase on, in that uh, that west uh, hallway. Oh that yeah, leads, I'll have a that leads quick upwards. look up there. So it so going up the stairway that does lead you up to the top floor um, and into a um, into a hallway. Um, well, to, to a door, um, which, which, actually, yeah, so there is a door immediately in front of you, and then two apparent secret doors, uh, on either side. So one leading to the north, one leading
6: to the south. Okay. Now I'm going to
0: go back to the party. Okay. Do you tell them of the secret doors? I tell them
6: everything that I saw. Okay.
0: What do people want to do with the information gathered?
3: Silently freak out. What just- does looks to other people for direction?
4: Okay, okay well just for the record, I was going to suggest going to explore this area anyway, so um, I suppose you saved some time. Good. Uh so there were more coffins in that room that you saw, actually.
6: There are two. There was three, but one is destroyed. Hmm. And he
0: also mentioned four figures in there.
6: Yes. With- were they similar to the figures that we saw in the first one? Um uh- no, so roll roll me an arcana check. Oh, I'm good at these. I'm not. Um, that's a nine? 9 no. you're not sure what these are. Sevia,
0: you can maybe roll an arcana check based on the description that Exley gave of the creatures.
3: That's not good, but my arcana is. That's a 17.
0: Okay, so these sound like creatures called Nothics. Uh, that with a silent G? No. Uh, N-O-T-H-I-C. They are basically, uh, wizards who failed on their way to, uh, to lichdom. And, and are <coughs> basically these wretched, accursed, uh, former humanoids.
1: They look cute. <laughs> 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 oh
5: little big eye in the head and they like kind of got like i don't know yeah they do they, they crouch down like an animal they seem, they seem like fun they seem yeah. like fun
6: they definitely won't try and kill us oh. not not at all so, for, for some reference for the audience
0: uh watching the video uh that is nothing yeah they they are almost like reptilian uh spiky kinda... of big, big eye
3: I'm going to say something that is maybe indicative of the pets I grew up with, but this does remind me of one of my cats. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not looks-wise, but energy-wise. I feel like these guys have the energy of one of my cats. Okay. So,
0: with all of the possible (laughs) paths laid out before you, where would people like to go?
4: Well that room does sound interesting but I think we've already established that we don't need to be exploring vaults or coffins you found stairs
6: leading to a closed door and two secret passageways
4: that might bear investigation from my thoughts, anyway.
3: Seems more likely the sword we're looking for is hidden than in one of those rooms. Alright.
0: Don't you make your way up the stairs? Yep. Alright. Yep. So, of the two secret doors, do you want to go into the northern one or the southern one?
6: Uh, Let's go south. Can I no. hear anything at the doors?
0: Um, hmm. Roll me a perception check. Uh, 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 uh 22. Uh, you hear nothing through either of them.
6: Sounds good. So, um, so, southern room. Yeah, I guess we sort of crack it open and okay. see what it looks like. Uh, I'm so, getting ready to send a meat shield in yeah. to test it out. <laughs>
0: yeah. So this room, uh, you see stone blocks resembling tables standing in the center of this room covered in dust. Carved into the stone walls are niches filled with hundreds of dusty bottles. Uh cobwebs hang from wooden ladders that lean against the walls. Okay. Now, um, just as a reminder to you, the prophecy did state with the sword. Uh, The the phrasing was the lightning points to a source of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. The treasure is hidden in a small castle beneath a mountain, guarded Mm. by amber giants. Amber giants. Mm. So, what would you like to do?
3: I might um, have to rescind my statement upon rereading the prophecy.
0: I mean, there's still, there's still the North Room
3: If it is alright with our leader I say we do check the North Room But there is A chance that we have been assuming Amber Giants meant the Golems And instead It means the Sarcophaguses Oh she oh! She doesn't look pleased about this information This is Fair I still say we check the north room just in case, but Uh, yes. So,
0: you go to open the door to the north room, and you see inside of it, uh, the the dominating figure in this room is a 12-foot-tall model of a dark castle with high walls Uh and tall spires. Behind it, tucked in a corner, are some ruined furnishings and a wooden chest.
4: Quite a good right. bottle.
3: Or maybe it's in here.
4: Maybe. Huh. Mm. One can only hope. Conrad is going to go and look at
0: the chest, I guess. Okay. Uh, the chest has. Uh, Du, 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 du. Wooden chest Jeez. contains an old map case. Uh, and you have you have the passive perception to notice. Uh, there is a false bottom in this. Oh,
4: uh, I uh, definitely heard it as a false bottom. I think I've got a Jimmy over for that false yeah. bottom, thank you!
0: And inside the hidden compartment is a tome of some sort. Oh, okay. Come well, We'll just look around him and then uh, grab the tome. Okay. To look at it. All right. Um, this, this is, oh, this is a strange tome. This is going to take some looking over. Um. All
4: right. He like, um, gets his belt and as he did before with like Strad's diary, he just like affixes it to
0: himself. Yes. As for the castle. Anyone doing anything with it.
2: Beatrice is going to wander around it and see if she can actually anything
0: from it or if it's like Okay. Um so it is yeah, it is a uh It is it's it's an architect's model, basically. Um, it is probably quite fragile in actuality, if you were to, um, you, you, like, poke it and take it apart, do you? Yes. And there you see, as, as you remove pieces, you see this (sighs) hilt. This... Sword with no blade.
5: Finally. <laughs> blade. Finally. No blade. Oh.
2: Beatrice made, makes a little sort of noise.
1: And Did you
4: find something?
2: I have found the hilt of a blade. And Beatrice will... Beatrice will pick it up.
0: Okay, so you don't learn the properties of this sword, but you do get the feeling that it is a magical sword, and that it is whole. It is like there is nothing missing.
5: It's like a light circle. Its sword of light.
4: Like. <laughs> oh yes.
0: <laughs> and that's where we're going to end it for this week.
1: Oh, my yeah, we God! <laughs> oh, I, I think we ran
0: a little long. <laughs> but I, I think we kind of needed to because you were all that close. Um, <laughs> oh,
4: we got it. Yeah. Thank
0: you.
3: Thank so, <laughs> you. I knew we were continuing so we could get the sword. And thank you, benevolent so. DM. Yes. <laughs> Adam, Adam. So,
0: uh, and with that, uh, thank you for for listening. Thank
6: yeah, you. Thank you. Next thank, you. Week.
0: thank you all very much. See you next week. Bye. Bye.